Stand by for the latest episode of the Signal 50 podcast with your hosts, Bravo and Alpha, two lifelong friends that swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. Stand by for broadcast. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Signal 50 podcast. Two lifelong friends that like to talk about current events and the real hard truth of the matter. So you caught Bravo and I at an awkward moment. Uh, we were having a uh, discussion about the the news that just flashed in front of the television screen that we've, uh, you know, we've learned that uh, Hunter has uh, caught an indictment from a federal grand jury in Los Angeles. Well, isn't that convenient? Isn't that something? Hi, Alpha. How are you? It's a nice, cold, I'm, brisk I'm evening. Snow's starting to fly up here in the north. <laughs> and Hunter Biden's going to California. Can't, don't you wish they could all be California girls? Because he's going there to get his sealed indictment opened. How convenient. Now he cannot testify in front of the Congress. All right. But well, there's a, there's an awful lot of speculation about what, what he's being indicted for, right? Uh, nobody, sandwich. nobody knows. I think I can probably guess there could be some, you know, that the DOJ let the statute of limitations run out on the real stuff with teeth a long time ago. Maybe it's really highly doubtful that his daddy's DOJ dug up another charge. I mean, come on. This was this was on the local level, and it was not anything but who knows what it is. But you know, is, is it in the Republican part of California? Do we know? No, he. I believe the indictment came out of Los Angeles, hmm. but I don't know where the where the trial is. I I think they said Central District, mm-hmm. Central California is really like Fresno, Clovis area. Oh, and in, I don't know Los if that's Angeles where the county. I think right. Well, he was indicted by a grand jury in Los Angeles County. Okay. Well, yes. Then this is going to go nowhere except maybe a, a right. slap on the wrist and then he goes free. But the, the, the real get-out-of-jail-free card here yeah. is the fact that he doesn't have to go in front of Congress. Now that he's indicted on a, on a state charge, and that's Federal convenient. charges. These are federal charges. Oh, they're federal charges? Thank you for the correction. This is federal, federal yeah. charges. This was the uh, special counsel guy. All right, so let's let's just call. There, there's the BS buzzer. Everyone, this is crap. Can I just Alpha? This is nuts. So he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna get this open indictment, the mystery indictment, and and let's 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 really look at the real issue here. You know it, I know it, we all know it, and the Dems know that there's enough evidence that the the Congress Judiciary and the um and the Ways and Means and all these committees all have enough information on Joe Biden himself to impeach him. Well, sure, absolutely. You know, that's 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 without a doubt, Bravo. Absolutely without a doubt, enough of that has come out to uh, slam the door on him. Okay, so I don't think there's there's this is not a win. For anybody, this isn't even a win for justice because the prosecution's not going to, you know, dig any deeper for discovery. No. Or or they're going to limit their investigation to this isolated incident. And, you know, but, you know, they're, they're, they're going to be in the defense is not going to let them go any further, you mm-hmm. know, or want them to go any further. So, 
you're not really going to get, I think that this is where this case goes to die. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. So they have, they have the ability to claim that yes, Hunter Biden was convicted. Now everyone pay attention over here, how bad Trump is and his, how many cases I lost count, four cases, five cases, six cases, seven cases more. Who knows? Yes. And we are, we are witnessing, they call it a two deer justice system. And I have actually heard Alpha some other ways of describing the, our, our current judicial system. And you know what that is? Those who have the power and those who don't, and those who don't get treated like garbage and everyone who does, and eh, they follow the rules that they feel like it. Well, I, I, I think it's all very interesting. Um, this is not a win. No. This is not what anybody thinks it is. This prevents him from saying anything with good reason in front of Congress. There will be no open-door hearing. There will be no closed-door session. There will be nothing other than, on advice of my counsel, I plead the fifth. Done. So I think this was purposeful. It was done to give him an out and that he doesn't have to testify in front of Congress. And that takes the light, the limelight away from Biden again, the so-called resident of the White House. <laughs> Do you think Comer might be a little pissed right now? Well, whoever thought of this, if this was Hunter's attorney, and I think they're like top-notch attorneys who co- who come up with this crap, um, then I think I think it's time we all recognize the fact that. Nothing's going to happen until President Trump gets back into office, and and, true... and then when he puts then when he puts one person behind bars, it's going to be called the political witch hunt. The burnings in the streets are going to start all over again, and and here we go with this uh, whole fucking thing is going to happen all over again. This is this is the new normal. Mm. You know how much I hate that word, right? Well, right. You know, new normal. The, the, my rear you know, end. The, the, the pendulum has swung so far that I don't think that there's any, I, I, I just don't see it ending well for anybody, to be honest. Um, it's really well, frustrating what's going on right now. Well, you know? that's, that's part of it tonight being the first night of Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. It's actually a, Hanukkah, everyone, not the yes, H-A-N. Yes. Hanukkah. Anyway. Yes, we, we should have put the Adam Sandler. Yes. Uh, oh. The the venerable and much beloved Adam Sandler. Hey, Crazy Nights. Yes. yes. I loved him so much. Yeah, tonight's the first well, night of Hanukkah, and unfortunately, uh, starting <laughs> off with a bang, Alpha, right in my area, they had shots fired by a person that was yelling, Free Palestine. Allegedly, tonight, All right. in front of the um, synagogue alleg- at the synagogue. Okay, well, okay. Firstly, allegedly mm-hmm. was was allegedly, you know, allegedly. allegedly. I, I believe none of what I hear and half of what I see. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe that just makes me a uh, a pessimist. But you know what? I'll stay a pessimist. Thanks. You know, I'm not going to get too excited about something that I can't, uh, you can't verify it. No, no, the guy was arrested. Okay, so what? So was Roger Stone. All so right. was, uh, 
you know, so were a lot of people were arrested, you know, for walking down a hallway. Come on, you know. Well, um, he's he's under arrest, and then of course in New York State they'll let him out because, God forbid, you hold a dangerous person in in jail because they don't want to hold anyone no, in jail. No, no, this one, this one, if he did what, uh, if they did, if he did what they they he's being, you know, accused of, mm-hmm. they're not going to let this one go. Oh. They, they can't. They can't. You can let no, no, no. In New York State, Alpha, you can let someone out who who committed uh, involuntary manslaughter. They let him out. You didn't know that they can or shall. No, they do. They don't hold. There's no bail. They go can have no bail or shall have no bail. Shall have no bail. Oh, they let him out unless you commit murder, like second degree, first degree. So this guy makes, you know, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly yes. makes a terroristic threat. Uh, well, not a t- well, he committed uh, some threatening act with a firearm outside of a synagogue while saying some particularly unpleasant things, right? Mm. And he'll just walk out of jail if he did all those things. That's right. Unless they declare it a federal hate crime. Uh, which they won't. Yeah, yeah. January six people are still in jail. And they oh, yeah. are waving flags, so mm-hmm. no, it's fine. Yep. Hey, I was meaning to ask you: Did you get a? Did you hear an update and what's going on in Israel from your source over there? Yeah, I was talking to I was talking to a good friend today. Um, had occasion to uh, cross paths with an old friend who was a uh, he was a captain in the IDF. He did. Um, Site exploitation. I mean, this is like a, he's like a really neat dude, right? Mm-hmm. I, I worked with a guy for years. I really, I really enjoy this guy. He's a very smart, very neat guy. He did site exploitation and intelligence work for the IDF. Mm-hmm. He's a fascinating guy. And he was in the IDF many, many years ago. He's about my age, maybe a couple of years older than us. So I was talking to him today and I'm like, what is going on with this thing where they're going to flood the tunnels with seawater? Mm-hmm. And he's like, think about that for a minute. I'm like, that's an, that I said, that's diabolical. Mm. And he says, yeah, he said, it's most probably uh, not really going to be employed that they're it's propaganda most probably because Mm. the world would not look too kindly on, uh, on that kind of thing. If there are innocents in those tunnels getting wrapped up in this, it would Mm -hmm. uh, not look good kind Mm. of thing. So that's the big thing that the Israelis are drowning the Palestinians and when in fact the probable true story is it's more of a like they've got everything hooked up and it's like a threat, but I don't think that they would ever carry it out. They mm-hmm. might shoot a little water in there to make them pay attention, but they're not going to, I don't think they're going to go overboard. You know what I mean? How many gallons of water do you need to fill up tunnels like this? I have no clue, but apparently the IDF is giving everybody the impression that they have the equipment to flood those tunnels, like right now, with Mm. seawater. So, I don't know. I don't know what that story is. They've done uh, it before. The Egyptians have done it. uh, Everyone's done it. Because they had tunnels going into Egypt, too. Yeah, they did. They flooded them, didn't they? The sewage. The Egyptians. Sewage. Ooh, nice touch. Gross, gross, gross. Nice 
Nice touch. So they tunneled their way into Egypt, too. Yeah, huh? that's right. And then they flooded it with sewage, and it was Campylobacter they all died from. <laughs> and E. coli. Campylobacter jujunai. Yes, yes, sir. All right. Turns, turns pink on the on the McConkie's auger, if mm-hmm. I uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, you you played you were the lab rat. What can I tell you? Yes, I was. Uh, so that's that's the latest going on there. Uh, what was going on? I, I know what I want to talk about. I don't know what I want to talk about. You know this this is really sticking in my side this morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, of all of the things to have to witness yesterday, were were women that are, you know, clearly well educated. Mm-hmm that run our Ivy League institutions of learning where we're supposed to be churning out the best and the brightest. Oh, uh, wait a minute. I got a correction for you. Wait, wait, wait. Not the Ivy League. It's the Poison Ivy League, just so you know. Thanks. All right. Much, you know. Okay, well, yes. The, po- the Poison Ivy League. Yes. And they, they get in front of Congress and little Elise Stefanik mm. from the top rope <laughs> Drops an elbow on all of them, and now they're making hostage videos. They are making apology videos. Well, you 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 pen the you pen uh, gal there, um, who spent how many minutes defending the <sighs> fact that they have the right to say these things when they are well, no, harmful? no, it's not. It's not threatening or harmful or hate speech. It's uh, it, it only is in the right context. No, that, no, no, that's what I'm saying. She was justifying yes. saying that death yes. to all Jews because it depends on the context. It depends right, right, on the right. context. She never they admitted. All... She never admitted and never said yes to the fact that. <laughs> isn't that I mean, just just the fact that you want to she say. She didn't have to say yes. Oh, she's such a... She said yes without saying yes. I know. And Elise Stefanik put her into a corner, and now the uh, UP, UPenn, lost a $100 million donation today. Very good. Excellent. And the Board of Trustees got together apparently today uh, in an emergency basis, and I think that chick is going to find herself uh, teaching night school at the community college, maybe. Uh, they're not going to fire her. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, they will. Oh, you think so? Yes, they will. Oh, they oh, lost $100 million. They lost $100 million. $100 million this woman lost. Them. I thought you said a million dollars. I'm sorry. $100 million. $100 million they lost? Remember, I went to UP. Oh, wow. Oh, for your master's? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. I forgot about yes. that. Yes. Duh. So let me get this straight. You had the Poison Ivy League, Harvard, Stanford, uh, Johns Hopkins, they were all there talking in front of Congress. Oh, God. And they're all spewing their die agenda. It's not DEI, everyone. They, it's they, die. They, they, they were just absolutely nonsensical. Oh. That's one of those C spans I should have watched. I, I didn't have a chance because I was working. Well, you can you can catch the replay, and and let me tell you something. That's not a good look for any of those uh, programs. There, I mean, listen, you're a you're a you know, you do everything right in your life. You you raise a good kid or whatever, and the kid is wants to be a doctor. The kid's got the grades to support it, and mom and dad have got you know the means to support that. You know, there are some people like that, and they do produce 
really good doctors and, and, and some good lawyers and stuff like that. Absolutely. We talked about this before. I, I disagree with you wholeheartedly. Well, yeah. hold on. Let me finish. All right. I'll, and I'll, and all of a sudden, you know, your kid's big dream is to go to Harvard or go to UP or go to any of these Poison Ivy League schools mm-hmm. that, that were up on the dais yesterday. And all of a sudden, you're like, holy shit. The value of that education just went down the toilet. Now, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Now, when you mentioned... You know, the med schools all all across have also adopted the die agenda yeah, yeah. and hired all the 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 nimrods of uh, equality and, and diver- diversity BS. And instead of concentrating on medicine and how to take care of patients, what they're doing is actually um, worrying about health disparities and a bunch of other crap that doesn't have anything to do with patients who have diabetes that are going to die because they can't get their insulin. Just saying. Well, you know, look back to the, back to the topic at hand, really. I mean, how, how absolutely humiliating it's got to be to get up there and to spew that, that shit that they were spewing. Hmm. I mean, how, how absolutely humiliating who has to have their hand that far up your ass for you to get up there as a, an educated person, the dean of an, an Ivy League school, mm. and say the bullshit that they were saying. Hey, I, that's what that's what paid their endowments. Now, can we can we talk? Well, uh, wait a minute. Uh, wait, stop. That's an important point. Uh, well, if if these people are spewing the shit that they're spewing, who is paying the endowments? That's what I was going to ask. The Chinese, maybe the the Qataris, the liberals, the liberals. You know the deep liberals out corporate there. America, the Soroses, corporate America, to get the agenda going. So let's talk. Let's talk about your typical university, which is now complicated by the fact that all tuition is guaranteed by the government because loans have to go through the government. Students sign on dotted line, take hundreds of thousands of dollars to get a four year degree. And we're going to talk about and we're going to talk about that in a minute too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, so the universities instead of guaranteeing the loans themselves with these large endowments, and and I think we have to clarify what an endowment is. An endowment, from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, Alpha, is a money that is gifted to to a a not-for-profit organization and they're making huge profits, but they come from people's wills or they come from uh, estates and they get donated to these universities. And then instead of paying taxes on, you know, the, the money that gets, it gets, you get it for tax free or you get it as a write off and the universities are making it has to be, it has to be, it has to be an advantage to somebody Mm-hmm. to launder money in this manner. And that's what... Let's that's just what call it, it what it is. Yeah, it's laundering money. Call. Okay. Let's, let's just so call an endowment, and, and these universities, like Harvard has hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions of dollars. Of billions, endowment. billions, billions with a B. Now, there is some talk on, on Capitol Hill as to remember how the... If, if the universities were to back you know, guarantee the loans that are given to students with their endowments instead of the government, the U.S. government, how many loans do you think they're going to be given out? 
<laughs> okay? Because right now, oh, yeah. the average student comes out with hundreds of thousands of dollars for a four-year degree in, in liberal liberal women's studies nonsense. Well, and something theoretical where they can't, they can't, they don't produce anything. There's no skill. Theory. There's no life skill, right? There's, there's no, there's just theory. It's a, it's a theoretical, it's a theoretical degree right. in an abstract major, which doesn't do anything. It has no industry. Job. Right. So they come out with these degrees. There's no way to get a job. They can, they have to pay back a hundred thousand dollars. Forget about the, the, um, the dream of, of, of well, owning a well, home a or getting married. Well, wait a minute. Like wait, a, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. These colleges, they also they 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 pump more and more and more and more, and they wrap more debt into your student loan because they can rack up the tab, right? Because they're not paying for it. We are paying for it. They, you know, no, no, they're not paying for it at all. Student loans are taxpayer funded in this country. Right. They're backed by taxpayer money, and that was a takeover by the government twenty something right. years ago. Mr. Big Bank, you know, how about uh, what, what? what's your interest rate on student loans? Remember that hearing? Oh, yeah. Well, madam, uh, we got out of the business of student loans in 2003. Why, Why is that? Because, because the government took over all student loans in 2003, madam chairwoman. Uh, Remember that? Yep. Embarrassing episode? Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so... These these universities are just absolute incubators for just. I don't. I I I, I don't quite understand it, it. It's just terrible. It's all but, vitriol. Alpha, you know, let's talk it. about the. We can move on to the student loan thing too, because right. Biden just announced a whole bunch of uh, student loan orders. relief again. Yeah, like student loan relief. Like, yeah, just write that shit off. Now, I have a couple of. I have questions. I have many many questions about hmm. debt forgiveness. Uh, you mean like, let, let's get, the, let, let me, let me understand this. Cause you know how, how I get, um, yes. So they get a letter saying your loan has been forgiven in mm-hmm. the mail, $10,000, which someone's got to pay. Right. So it's going to be us, you and I, the taxpayers. Yes. Paying for this, even though, and let's, let's clarify everyone. The Supreme court said not to do it. Remember that? Must be an election coming up. Okay. Thank you for the clarification. Let's continue. Now so that I have complete you, understanding. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you you get the letter in the mail. Oh, you know, you got a huge chunk of your student loan taken care of. You're great. Everything's awesome. Thank Joe Biden. You get the little postcard from Joe Biden. I, I bought your student loan off. You know, congratulations. And you're, you know, you're sitting in the Starbucks, you're pulling, you're pulling espresso shots for a living, right? Yep. You're not making big boy money, right? Nope. Just because, enough to pay rent. Just because every kid out of college that doesn't go into a professional field, like being a nurse or a firefighter or somewhere they can start or, or even a tradesperson. Right. You got a long ramp up period to a career when you when you when you take an underwater basket weaving degree, okay? Mm-hmm. For liberal arts women's right. studies. Yes. yes. Yes, just whatever, right? Anything other than a professional career path mm-hmm. where there's an industry, right? Engineers. Right. So these kids are all working in the Starbucks pulling shots of espresso and they're working in shops. Fine. Good for you. I'm glad you're working. They're making a very minimum you know, they have to, their, their, their loan gets forgiven. I don't know how much they're doing. I think they're doing quite a lot. 
Mm. And all of a sudden, you get that 1099G in the mail. 1099G, everyone, you know what that is? That's income, baby. That's income. That's exactly right. This whole loan that they're, that the government is forgiving now becomes income. And again, we're not accountants, but we've done enough of our taxes and paid enough of it to understand how it works. Just saying, you get a 1099G, that's income. That's like getting a W-2 form in the mail, uh, oh. except there's no taxes taken out of it. Right. So imagine, imagine this, right? The student government, the federal government writes off your entire loan. And I think they're doing that. They're, they're writing off big, big chunks of student loans. Mm. And they give you like, you know, 30 or $40,000 worth of forgiveness in total, something like that, something reasonable, right? Yep. You get that 1099 G in the mail and you're making, you know, 15 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. And you have, you get a 1099 G in the mail saying, Hey, you didn't file this. Uh, this is $40,000 worth of income tacked onto your, your gross, right? Mm-hmm. Or your net. Um, you didn't pay taxes on it. You didn't file this. So there's a penalty. Mm-hmm. And we can sure set up an installment program after we make you jump through some hoops. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You didn't want to pay off your student loans, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't want to pay those off? Okay. You can skate by. You you have some problems with credit and you have some issues going forward. But there is nothing worse than being indebted to the three-letter agency. Mm. The I-R-S. And they don't take no for an answer. There's no, no defaulting. No. This is a real sore topic with a lot of people, and sorry to put everybody off their uh, off their comfort zone because a lot of people, man, you start talking about problems with that kind of thing, and you know it uh, it hurts. It gets tough. I I had a pinch with them once. Yeah, so have I. It's a miserable experience. Yes, it is terrifying. Actually, mm-hmm. You are so powerless, and you know less than anything that you think you know about dealing with those people. I can't even begin to tell you. You know, I, I'm clearly, I'm clear, clear vision now as to why they hired eighty-seven thousand IRS agents. Because it's so easy to, you know, harvest money from rubes like, uh, unfortunately, you and me that, uh, you know, in the past may have done something dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, it's real easy to snipe people off. It's easy money. Well, not when I have an accountant now, but yeah. Well, fair enough. You know, let, let them come after him. Yeah. So that's why you pay the money. But, you know, look, that that's going to happen, guys. You know, you're going to get your student loan forgiveness. You're at a minimum wage job. You're barely holding it together. And all of a sudden, you're going to have to pay taxes at, I don't know, some blinding rate. So uh, let's say, let's and say, a penalty. So yearly, if you're making 15 bucks an hour, it's what, 40. 46,000, 32,000, whatever it is. I don't know. It, it's, it's, below, it's below the poverty level, right? So typically what happens with people that get you know, below poverty level, they'll get, a, they'll get a return. They get tax credits. They get this, that, and the other thing, right? Yep. And it's usually a, a chunk of change. It's almost uh, $15,000 in a return because they're – getting all these tax credits and all this other stuff, right? Yep. Now, you get a $40,000 loan forgiven 
because that's what you have left on your loan. Now the government can turn around and say, you owe taxes on forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars. Let's say, make it easy, easy. That's math. eight. Let's call it eighteen thousand or nineteen thousand dollars in tax mm-hmm. on that kind of money, uh, plus a penalty for not paying it. No, no, no. It, let's just say people are smart and they they understand that to pay the taxes on this. That's a nineteen thousand dollar tax liability or more. So. $40,000, it's usually $3,000 per 10? Yeah, something like that. And and it's there's no deductions. $12,000. They, they don't have deductions, right? No, no. So it's a $12,000 Standard deduction. Bill. Yeah. Standard deduction. Yep. And then after that, you know, uh, 31000 is full-time minimum wage. Right. A year before taxes. So it adds it up to $40,000 in income. No, it adds it up to... If you're talking about a sixty thousand dollars in forgiveness, yeah. right? Well, how much? How much is the average loan for loan uh, college loan right now? It's like a hundred thousand dollars, something like that. Oh, it's way more than that, man. Depending Bravo, on how much I, you I know, it's it's a lot. It's All right, lot. so let's let's just pick a number arbitrarily, just to talk for argument's sake. It's fifty thousand dollars. Sure, you're adding fifteen grand 000. to your income. That's ninety thousand dollars in the the income for that year. That's eighty. That's 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 eighty eighty one thousand dollars in income throws you into a higher tax bracket, right? Which means right? you're going to be paying uh, ten grand. Oh, more grand. than that. Oh, more than that. No, that's not that. Not for you, 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 you it's make 20%. yourself. Not, it's twenty percent typically, yeah, or thirty six percent, whatever it is. Well, you're you're going to wind up paying, you know, probably thirty percent of the money, right? Yep. 30% of $50,000 is $15,000. Okay. That, Whereas that's... you would get back $15,000, now you get back nothing. And then you hand it over to the government. No, wait, you're not done because you're in the higher tax bracket. You make yourself ineligible for those tax benefits. Those tax benefits. I think that's how that works. That's correct. And now you're doubly screwed. You get $12,000 off of everything and the rest you owe in taxes. So these people are going to be paying almost Yowch. seven thousand on average. Again, depending on how much they forgive. So what the government has done is they just transferred ownership of the debt and, at, a, at a reduced rate. They wrote it off. They wrote it off, and, and they're getting pennies on the dollar that add up to now. It's now it's a loan. It's not a loan now. It's taxes. Which, Consider it thirty percent, a thirty percent, a seventy percent haircut on the books. Okay, correct. But they're still getting money back, and they don't have to pay. And this is what also happens: you don't have to. The government does not have to pay any returns. They keep until all the money they, until you're even, Stephen. That's right. So you're yes. going to be working for the government for the next ten years. You might get fortunate and and get yourself a payment agreement with the federal government. Which has interest involved. Uh, 18%. And you'll have to pay that money over time. It'll be, you know, after you've lost everything on your return, you've got nothing in the bank. And you walk away from this experience uh, probably 600 bucks light in the wallet every month until you're done paying it. That's right. How's that feel? 
and it's not even a house or something that you're going to have any kind of equity with. That's right. You weren't paying your student loans before, which were probably 600 bucks a month to begin with. So now they, you're going to pay the IRS until you're done. And they don't take no for an answer. So they'll take your damn, they'll, yeah, they're, they're brutal. So can everyone now see why it's important you don't vote for Democrats ever again? Everyone? Hello? Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's your economic tax lesson for today, although we're not accountants. Okay. Um, no, not even a little bit. No, we, we dabble in, 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 in top-level finance only. We leave the rest to professionals. That's right. So it's called it's called learning by making mistakes, one dollar at a time. So here's I you were we were um, yeah they they we talked about that one the hundred million dollar loss I can't believe that wow Isn't that um, crazy can you imagine well I hate to back up the, the, yeah. the program here but I'm still stuck on this whole thing. That happened in front of Congress with with these deans. I'm I'm still stuck on it. That that was really good, entertaining uh, stuff. You know, to well, these people talk like they were talking in their classroom. That's what happens in the classroom. Everyone, by the way. Well, wait a minute. It sounds to me like they were talking like somebody had a gun to their head. Yep. And if this is the shit you're going to say, and if you don't say it, well, you know, there's going to be trouble for you. We uh, put you in this position. We can sure take you out. So here's the yeah. letter. Oh, this is funny. I actually have from Davis Polk. Uh, Neil Barr. There's a letter here that talks about December 7, 2023. Dear Ms. White, we write on behalf of our client, Stonehenge Holdings Group LP, Stone Ridge, excuse me, Stone Ridge, uh, regarding Stone Ridge units. Uh, now valued at approximately $100 million, donated by Ross L. Stevens. W, uh, it must be uh, 91, Ross 91. To the University of Pennsylvania, the university yep. to find blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Uh, rules applicable about, well, uh, talk about spoken like a true uh, attorney. Basically, um, they're they're withdrawing their hundred million dollars. <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. Well, yeah, and if you read further, the uh, board of trustees for the uh, for UPenn for UP they uh, had a little tiny bit of an emergency uh, get together. Oh, so I wonder I think why. That, that, uh, I think that, like I said, that girl's going to be she's going to be a barista here pretty soon. Um, hate to be stereotypical of the. Uh, are appalled. No, this is great. Type, here's, here's the good stuff right here. Is. Mr. Stevens and Stone Ridge are appalled by the university's stance on anti-Semitism <laughs> on campus. It's permissive approach to hate speech, calling for violence against Jews and laissez-faire attitude towards harassment and discrimination against Jewish students would violate any policies or rules that prohibit harassment and discrimination based on religion, including those of Stone Ridge. So uh, they gave both barrels right to him, <laughs> and, and that's why I, I found this. I had to talk about it because this is this is classic. Yeah, they're most they're most probably liberal shitheads too. Okay, well, however, good for them. 
Yeah, exactly. This is this is this is what needs to be done. Accountability. And what's what's right is right's wrong is wrong. That's right. Very good. Yep. Let's just cut the shit. What's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. What's going okay. on right now is very, very wrong. Right. Extremely. And and people are starting to open their eyes to it. I mean, I'm sorry, I just can't get over that. I I cannot get over it. Well, so it, what I'm actually surprised about is the fact that someone's holding their feet to the fire and not to, not tolerating this anymore. And it has to do with money. It's the well, only they, thing they, that people they, understand, yeah. right? Well, listen, man, if I had a child that went to one of those schools, oh, they get yanked. Right I away. would be like, yeah. I don't care what well you're doing. You're out. Uh, don't 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 care if you like it here or not. You are you are not going to this college. And if I were, you know, just like what has happened in the past with some of these student associations, like at Harvard, the bar. Remember when those students wrote that wrote nasty letters about a policy position or something, and, mm-hmm. and all the big law firms are like, "Yeah, you're not coming to work here." That's right. Okay, so, so these people. These kids at this school have devalued everybody's degree that they worked so hard for that were, you know, they wanted to make it meaningful. That's really sick. Mm. I mean, don't you agree? I mean, I that's do. just couple of quick, couple of quick things I wanted to tell you about. I got you on the phone here, Alpha McCarthy quits. <laughs> he's done. Yeah, yeah, he's done. <laughs> In shame. Goodbye. Don't let the yeah. door hit you with a good Lord split you. Have a nice day. Um, What's next? What else you got? So I wanted to bring up here. Um, where did it go? Oh, the debate last night. The um, the second to last debate. You know where the last debate's going? This one on News Nation run by Megyn Kelly was really good. She, <laughs> she let him... She didn't hold any bars back and didn't care about what the questions were. Actually asking about transgender issues and how what they would do. And then um, Christy steps in it, saying that it's up to the parents. Now, remember, if it's up to the parents, the parents have that whole education thing that they're watching the news and MSNBC and everything, and they find that it's completely fine to, to use puberty blockers and using uh, chemical castration and all this other garbage because they want to fit in with the Joneses down the street, right? But Christie says, yes, let the, the parents decide. And we don't even let eighteen year less than 18-year-olds, you know, uh, buy, you know, you have to be 21 to buy cigarettes and you have to be 21 to buy alcohol. I mean, but we can let them decide that they're going to chop their, uh, their genitalia off. It's, it's crazy. So that was one of the, the one of the things. Uh, Vivek. Well, I well, well wait oh, a minute. Yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. So the problem with what Chris Christie said was, you know, let's leave it in the hands of the parents. Mm-hmm. Well, if the parents let it get to the point of a child wanting to chop their genitalia off, I think there's been something failed. Mm-hmm. I just think it should be just absolutely uh, – and call me whatever you will. I don't think that you should allow that kind of bodily self-mutilation of anybody until they're of, you know, the age of, you know, consent or adulthood as defined by law to make that decision. And I don't think anybody should be allowed to make that decision for that person. 
Exactly. Because people change their damn minds all the time. And let me tell you something. No harm has ever been done by not chopping something off of your body that was perfectly healthy and meant to be there. Right. Right? Right. They don't even take... They don't Am even I go wrong? in and they do not even go in and take out appendixes when when it's not positive on a CT scan. It used to be acceptable when I first started as Hey, as, while we're in here, you know, we'll take the appendix out. You can't do that anymore. You just can't go in and say I think it's because they have imaging imaging like both ultrasound or cat scans that will show with with clear uh, demonstrate demonstrated ability that they need to come out. But when it comes to when it comes to uh, preventing suicide for my child, bullshit. You're going to get more suicides because they're confused and they don't know what to do with themselves. Well, the problem becomes, you know, the suicide rate that nobody likes to talk about are these uh, these kids that uh, transitioned at a very young age. They get into young adulthood and they get into, you know, their twenties. Mm-hmm. They find out that they uh, can't reach sexual climax. That's ever. right. Uh, they cannot conceive children ever, uh, and um, by the time they figure all this out, that's when real depression sets in. Mm-hmm. Because you know the the difference between being sad and depression is. Alpha, you ever hear this? Hope, not having hope, is where depression leads. People that people that they found in in certain research I've I've read about depression is characterized by the lack of hope that the patient has or the person has, okay? If you can feel sad, you lose a loved one, you lose your, you know, whatever the the loss is, you go through a grieving process, but there's hope at the other end that you'll get through it and be fine. But when people go through this, these transitions because they wanted to fit in or because they weren't, having enough self-confidence within themselves, they go ahead and they do this, and then there's nothing they can do because they already chopped something off or they chemically castrated themselves. Then there's no hope. That's where the suicides happen. And it's yeah. it's yeah. sad. It, it, it's, well, it's and you know what the other problem all... is? One more thing. It's, it's preventable. That's the thing well, that bothers it is. Well, it is preventable. It is preventable. Absolutely, 100%. Just say, listen, this is just the way it is. Suck it up, cupcake. You don't get a choice in the matter. Go, go back and uh, put on when when you're when you are 21 years old, and you can pay for the surgery yourself, and you can do all those things, and and I don't have to pay for it out of my pocket because you know what? It's really not necessary. That's not suicide prevention. Now stop. That is a an, an unnecessary elective medical procedure, mm-hmm. right? With really bad track record of success and it's gender dysphoria dysphoria which is a medical condition yes it is i feel terrible for anybody who has you know any kind of condition or any kind of problem like that i do i have i have a lot of empathy for that but you know there's a lot we can do to save people from themselves too and that's generally by saying you know i don't think that there's a really look saving somebody from themselves by a law is something like a libertarian leading right winger such as myself would never really want to say. Mm. However, in the case of mutilating one's own body before you're really able to make a sound decision, I think because of the track record of what we see going on and the suicide rate, I think maybe that might be a good idea. Just kind of, you know, yeah. 
<coughs> put a moratorium on that. So, and some other some other highlights from the from the debate last night, Alpha, was the fact that Nikki Haley completely showed herself as a uh, in the wool rhino and looking to shut down any type of free speech or anything. Why like were you surprised? I'm not, but everyone's touting her as the one that can beat Trump when really last night, you know who won the debate? President Trump. Trump again. Wins. Again. Now my understanding is that the uh the Biden side of the aisle, they say that they're not going to go to any uh you know, <clears throat> debates for anything. They're going to keep Joe locked up. Sure. You know what I see that as an opportunity for? President Trump to get on there and have the whole stage to himself and talk for a whole hour. Well, this shit's going to turn into weekend at Bernie's really fast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You know, I don't uh, I don't think that Biden, you know, look, Trump said something the other day uh, when he was talking to Hannity. He says he doesn't think he's going to make it. And I don't think he was doing that to be mean. I think he's doing it because he's just being, I think he's just being honest. So I, you know, I've, the, I've game played this in my <clears throat> mind out. I, I've gamed this out. Oh yeah, and what? And what's who wins? Well, it's not a matter of who wins, but it's it's the Democrats want to get rid of, not literally, figuratively, well, literally too, but they don't want President Biden, uh, Biden, excuse me, to even think about running the next election because he's just so unpopular. He's got a thirty-seven percent approval rating. It's just disgusting. Yeah, well, Newsom's in the dugout, so. Yeah, and, well, Newsom Newsom didn't do so hot, and he was lying out of his teeth, and people were, were community noting him to, to, the, to the promised land of truth, justice, and the American way by saying you lied, you lied, you lied, okay, you lied, okay. you lied. Okay, so hard truth time, right? Yeah. What difference does what somebody does online make when every – you know, housewife in the Midwest is going to see this handsome guy on TV. They're going to see his name. They're going to pull the damn lever for him. And I'm not being a dick, but that's just kind of how this works, right? Yeah, I, I get it. But it's a popularity contest. But the Democrats, the, but everyone also notices that gas costs too much and, and groceries cost too much and a whole bunch of other stuff. So they're going to try and have Kamala go in there and. She's going to be. She's going to laugh herself out of even any chance of contention, and she's going to. She's going to kind of be pushed out to the side, basically bow out. Well, wait a minute. 20, what do you? But, but they're going to also. They're going to twenty fifth amendment. Excuse me, I forgot to tell this. They're going to twenty fifth amendment Joe Biden's rear end out of office because he's incompetent. Now I'm sure there's plenty of examples that can show that he's incompetent for office, right? He, I mean, they put. Well, a, you could. You can look at what happened today with his son being indicted in California as a as a shot across his bow to say, yeah, maybe it's time to go sit down. You know, sit down before we hurt you, old man. Well, that too. But I think his wife, I think Biden's wife, is doing what um, was it? Um, was it Wilson? Woodrow Wilson uh, had a stroke in office. Yeah, and his wife was running the show. I think we all know someone's running the show for, for Biden right now. I think it's Obama. But that's how they're going to bring in Michelle Obama, who has less popularity than Hillary Clinton. Another disbarred attorney. Correct. What do you got to do to get disbarred? That's a question you need to ask somebody who's an attorney. You got to do something really bad to get disbarred. 
Okay. Mm. Really bad. Look, they're either going to 25th Amendment him out of the office. They're going to, you know, they're going to indict his son. And then, you know, the problem becomes for him, they've really got um, him by the short and curlies, right? Mm-hmm. All they have to do to really get rid of him is press the issue backwards mm. on the financial aspect of what Hunter did mm-hmm. and really follow the money and, and lay out a uh, real case against him and hand an impeachment to the uh, Congress on a silver platter that's irrefutable to get rid of him. They don't have the 25th Amendment. Huh? All they have to do is say, execute plan Ajax. And homeboy is getting impeached in two weeks. Yeah, but the problem is they that the Democrats don't want to go through an impeachment, so they'll have him. They'll twenty fifth amendment him first. Well, I'm telling you that I think that there are powers that be that are much more powerful in 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 sway and strategy than the the let's just say the duly elected representatives of Congress, whether we like them or not. And who's that? You know what I mean? Who's that? I don't know who that is. You mean Soros but or Obama? Could or be, could be the puppet handlers. You know the, well, the ones that are running. He's going to have to. He's going to have to resign. He's going to. I see him having to resign. I don't think he will. He is so drunk with power, Biden. I'm talking about. They're gonna. They're gonna have to 25th Amendment him. Out. Goodbye. See ya. No, I think someone's going to have a chat with him, and I think he's going to. Uh, I think he's going to resign. So, well, oh, let me guess. Before he resigns. He's gonna he's gonna pardon his son. Totally possible. I wouldn't put anything past him. Ugh. Can't pardon himself though. No. But that's all right. There's plenty of other charges that President Trump can get him on after he gets into office. Look, I, I think charges are, are are interesting and whatever. I think what we need to be focused on instead of charges and retribution at the moment is Fixing the hole in our southern border. Well, that's we've been saying that for the last uh, two years. Well, we hit a real gruesome record today. Twelve thousand on one one cross. Over twelve thousand in one day. Yep, I heard about that. And here's that's the insane. other problem too. They just come on in. They have them all stacked up outside of Can, the the ice facility that they're just showing them where to go. And a lot of these people are 25-year-old, military-ready Chinese and Iranians. Well, they're, they're, they're military-aged men, and we know that the South American countries have been opening their prisons and saying, hey, just go north, man. You know, if you, if you get the hell out of our country here, uh, we, we won't bother chasing you. Go. And that's happening, right? Yep. So what's the rule? 99% of all people are good. 1% of people are really bad. So 12,000, right? 1% of 12,000 is? Is 120. And that's all you need to kill a whole bunch of people. And that's just one day's worth of really bad people coming into this country. Yep. Now, how many have we let in over the last couple of years? Uh, Six million, something stupid like that? Mm-hmm. God. That's like a lot, right? I hate math. Really that's don't. like sixty thousand, right? Yeah, that's that's two. That's an army. It's like sixty thousand, uh, you know, uh, recently released non uh, rehabilitated felons that can't pass a background check. That's why 
they're walking them through and giving them deferments on their uh, court papers, and they're not showing up anyways, right? Yep. Because they can't pass the basic qualification to be a citizen, which is have a clean record. Right. Anybody ever think about that one for a minute? Do you think our U.S. law enforcement agencies can't take a fingerprint and get something off the uh, get something off of Interpol or get something out of Central America and, uh, worldwide database? Of course they can. Hmm. Might take them a few minutes to get a match on your print, but it won't take long. Right. And if you've been incarcerated, they got your prints, right? And they probably got your DNA too. Probably. Even in El Salvador and even in Honduras or Venezuela, you know, they're, they're not terribly stupid. Right. So we're, this is a full-fledged invasion. <clears throat> yes, it is. And How about the guy that shot up the, the campus the other day? Oh, the shot UNLV? Up the UNLV campus. Yeah, the, you mean the, the, the guy that wanted to be a professor at how many different yeah. at UNLV, and they said no thanks? So he shot it up. Well, that's that's real good problem solving skills, don't you think? Not. He killed two people, and then he was dead too. So a total of three dead. Um, what was his story? He was a leftist. How about the house that blew up in Alexandria? Yeah, I heard about that. That was that was quite an explosion. That supposedly was a gas leak. <laughs> you know, why I said, said gas something leak? about Hillary Clinton. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it was that that explosion. I uh, it was uh, Tim Pool was playing it on the uh, on his uh, behind yeah. the paywall, and I was watching it. I watched the explosion. That thing was a pretty violent explosion and quick. Supposedly, he had gas fume. He had gasoline downstairs, and they were trying to serve a warrant, from what I understand. Yes, and there seemed to have been some popping off of uh, flares or something. And then all of a yeah, sudden, maybe he, boom! Maybe he filled the uh, maybe he filled the basement with gasoline, yeah. and he shot a uh, flare in there and hit the LEL and uh, the lower explosive limit and carblomo. Yeah. Uh, so I was, Jesus. I, I I was about to, I wanted to call in uh, to to ta- the Tim Tim Pool's class because they're all trying to break down this explosion and everything else. And they said, oh, the ga- you know, it must have been a gasoline. gasoline. I said, no, it's not the gasoline. You could drop a match into the actual gasoline fluid itself if you can get through the fumes before that ignites, right? So if there's a lot of fumes built up inside this, this house, of course, now it's all, that's ready to, that's the lower explosive limit. And boom. There goes your. There goes and the roof went up and the explosion. It was oh, just it a just violent explosion. That, it 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 just blew that house into a zillion pieces. Yep. It was a miracle. No more people were injured than the guy that uh, that that uh, injured. Uh, it wasn't it a wasn't it an attached house to to the next yeah night? townhouse yeah uh, townhouse. Did the people next door get get hurt oh i would i would well since it was like kind of a standoff situation there for a few minutes i i would suppose that the police evacuated them. Oh, that's good. Thank God. Jeez, could you imagine? Jesus. Wow. Well, th- that just goes to show you, you know. I I can't wait to learn a few more details about that whole situation because I'm I'm having a I'm having a bit of a difficult time swallowing 
some of the information, and I'm going to kind of hold off on commenting on it because I'm just not sure about it yet. Mm-hmm. No, I, the details. Are There's sketchy. some kind of connection there with something, and I, I just can't put my finger on it. Well, the other question you have to ask yourself, Alva, is well, will you ever really find out or not? I don't know the answer to that. All I can tell you is, pardon me, it's been a long week, and it's only Thursday night. Well, that that's what we were getting into talking about tonight. <laughs> we just kind of picked up the phone and said, hey, by the way. Yes, exactly. We, we do that. Yep. And we always fight about we should just record that and put that on the air, but no, Bravo I have to, the music. Look, I made the music. I put the music together. I arranged it, and I want to have some semblance of a show because we are the Signal 50 podcast. We'd love to talk about the hashtag hard truth of today's current events based on two friends who are lifelong friends and with lots of different experiences. And what the hey, we want to share our experiences with you. So let us know what's going on. Make sure you share and subscribe. Please give us a thumbs up, five stars if you can. Follow us on your favorite podcast medium. From both of us at the Signal 50 Podcast, we'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors, and amateurs for protecting us 24-7, 365. And our police, fire, and EMS that are out there with us on the streets, be careful, boys and girls. I think things are uh, going to get really weird. So good night, everybody. Thanks good night. Happy Hanukkah. Get some latkes. Bye.